Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey, math fans. Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. How do you find the lowest common denominator of the fractions one-fifth and three-fourths? Well, all you have to do is find the least common multiple of the denominators of those fractions. Okay, but what exactly is a least common multiple? And once you've found it, how exactly does it lead to the lowest common denominator? For that matter, since we've already learned about common denominators, why do we also need to learn about lowest common denominators? Whether you need a full-blown refresher on all things LCM and LCD or just a little tune-up, keep on listening because those topics are precisely what we'll be talking about today and over the next few weeks. Let's start our journey into the realm of least common multiples and lowest common denominators with a quick recap of good old basic common denominators. As we've learned, two fractions that share the same denominator, such as one-fourth and three-fourths, or seven-sixteenths and three-sixteenths, are said to be written in terms of a common denominator. Why all the fuss over this seemingly simple idea? Well, as we've talked about before, and as we'll continue to talk about in much more detail over the next few weeks, once you've written fractions in terms of a common denominator, it's a lot easier to work with them. So, how do you find a common denominator? Well, as we learned last time, the quick and dirty way to find a common denominator of two fractions is to multiply the numerator and denominator of each by the denominator of the other. So we can rewrite one-sixth and two-thirds in terms of the same common denominator by multiplying the top and bottom of one-sixth by three, that's the denominator of two-thirds, to get three-eighteenths, and the top and bottom of two-thirds by six, that's the denominator of one-sixth, to get twelve-eighteenths. Once you've got the hang of it, rewriting fractions in terms of a common denominator like this is relatively efficient and very effective. So then why isn't this the end of our common denominator story? In truth, there's absolutely nothing wrong with using this method to find common denominators. But it's important to realize that every pair of fractions has more than one possible common denominator. For example, the fractions one-sixth and two-thirds, or any other pair, don't have one and only one all-powerful common denominator. In fact, they have many, many possible common denominators, an infinite number of them. And, as it turns out, some of them are easier to work with than others. For example, since we know that multiplying the top and bottom of a fraction by some number doesn't change the ratio represented by the fraction, we could have found a different common denominator for the fractions one-sixth and two-thirds by multiplying their tops and bottoms by ten times the denominator of the opposite fraction instead of its actual value. Which means we could have multiplied the top and bottom of one-sixth by thirty, which is ten times three, and the top and bottom of two-thirds by sixty, which is ten times six, to get equivalent fractions of thirty one-hundred-eightieths and one hundred twenty one-hundred-eightieths. As you can check by simplifying these fractions, they are indeed equivalent to the ones we started with. And they're certainly both written in terms of a common denominator. 
But that common denominator, 180, is kind of a big number, and it makes working with these fractions somewhat less than pleasant, which is exactly where the idea of the lowest common denominator and its companion, the least common multiple, enters our story. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive, or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. The lowest common denominator, often abbreviated LCD, is exactly what it sounds like. Out of the infinite number of possible common denominators, the lowest common denominator is the particular common denominator that is smallest. As I mentioned earlier, to find the LCD of a pair of fractions, you first need to find what's called the least common multiple, aka LCM, of their denominators. What's the least common multiple? Well, a multiple of a number, let's say 3, is any number that can be made by multiplying that number, in our case 3, by any other whole number. For example, since 3 times 2 is equal to 6, we say that 6 is a multiple of 3. Since there are an infinite number of whole numbers, every number has an infinite number of multiples. In addition to 3 and 6, the numbers 9, 12, 15, 18, and so on are also multiples of 3. Once you know how to find the multiples of a number, finding the least common multiple of two or more numbers is easy. Simply figure out what all of the multiples of each of the numbers are and then find the lowest multiple that they all have in common. For example, to find the least common multiple of the numbers 3 and 4, start by figuring out what all the multiples of the numbers 3 and 4 are. As we found earlier, the multiples of 3 are all the numbers like 3, 6, 9, 12, and so on. And as you can work out, the multiples of 4 are all the numbers like 4, 8, 12, 16, and so on. So what's the least common multiple of 3 and 4? It's the smallest multiple that these two numbers have in common, which in this case is the number 12. And with that, we're ready to move on to answering important questions like how do you find the lowest common denominator of two or more fractions? Exciting, I know. But unfortunately, we're all out of time for today which means that the answer to this question is going to have to wait until next time. But in the meantime, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook where you'll find lots of great math tips and questions posted every day. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. Please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. I've been told it makes a pretty fantastic holiday gift. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.